0: Alright guys, welcome to episode 50 of Beef's Beef. I got a special guest here today. Uh, I'll tell the story here in a minute about how we met, but we got 2017 ACC runner-up, 2018 ACC champion, 2018 All-American High Jumper, Mr. Javen Reeves. How's it going, Javen?
1: It's going great. How are you?
0: I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you again for doing the interview with me. No, that's no problem. Um, so, I'll go ahead and tell the little backstory about how we met. So. I used to coach it more. Some of you guys know, but I live in New Albany, um, and I love playing basketball. So, yeah. going to play basketball at community park, and me and this guy here get teamed up, and we just we balled out. I think we won like three or four yeah, three games way. in a row, yeah,
1: three or four. and
0: I'm like, man, this dude can play.
1: Yeah.
0: Whole time in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, this dude's my age or yes. somewhere around my age. About two or three weeks later, I'm, you know, I'm coaching it more, like I'm saying, summer league, and we're doing a. A joint thing where we play at new albany at trinity and at uh or it's a, a try thing where we're doing at trinity at moore and at new albany yeah so i go into new albany and we're about to play new albany and the new albany's warming up and i look over i was like what the
1: heck <laughs> <And> i look <laughs> up to him i was like
0: what are you doing playing man i thought you was my age he was like no nah, man i'm only 17. yeah so he was out there balling with grown men balling out and i'm just like okay all right and then I think y'all beat us pretty bad. We were, I mean, we were missing our best player. We were just talking about Jalen Sanford, but I mean, it's, it's like I said, man, it's good to have you on. Yes, we're um, good to have
1: this opportunity.
0: Yeah, so I mean, though, like I just mentioned, some people may not know that. See, because you, you're a, to me, you're kind of like a celebrity on Twitter. I <laughs> see everybody retweeting you, like yeah. all your stuff. So <laughs> a lot of those people know, may not know you played basketball in high school. They don't. Um, I mean, not only did you play basketball in high school, I mean you were pretty good. I'm not just pumping you up, but I am pumping you up. All Hoosier Hills Conference, Hoosier Basketball Coaches Association, All-Stars as a Senior. I mean, I, I know you obviously are doing great things with high jumping, but, I mean, did you get any interest coming out of high school with, for basketball?
1: Um, I got uh, a few interests. It was it was smaller JUCOs, D3s. Um, but other than that, it wasn't, like, crazy interest. I wanted to play basketball, but I kind of just – Kind of knew by the end of the end of my senior season that I, all right, I'm not gonna play basketball, but I'm good enough to run track in somebody's college. So we put in a lot of time, and it honestly paid off. So
0: yeah, I mean, so like I said, I, I knew you from playing basketball, yeah. and honestly, I had no idea you even were a high jumper. Whenever I knew you, and then probably I guess it was what about two or three months? It was when you won the ACC championship. Yeah. I wrote you on Instagram. I was like, man, how you been? And you were like, I don't know who you are. And I was like, and I was, told you, and I was, was like, and you were like, oh yeah, I remember you guys. I, I had no idea you were a high jumper, let alone for my favorite university. Yeah. And then you won the ACC championship. <laughs> how did you? How did you even get into high jumping?
1: Um, so it's, it's actually funny. I was I was playing in a basketball game, and uh, Coach Shannon had subbed me, and it was scrub minutes, and I was uh, one of those high JV basketball players getting in the varsity game, and uh, we went on a fast break and. Uh, I think Brandon P would pass me the ball, and I dunked it, and uh, we were in PE the next day, or a few days later, and my high school coach walked up to me, my high school uh, track and field coach, and she walked up to me, and she said, hey, you should try high jump one day, and I was like, uh, I'll think about it, <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, to me, yeah, yeah, just think about it, because you're a good athlete, and I was like, okay, well, and then I Sat down and I thought about it at home, and I was thinking like, well, I need to stay in shape for basketball because I want to play basketball. So yeah. there's no reason not to run track. I mean, I don't play that much AAU, so I I have time to run track. So I went out and we did a practice meet, and I jumped six two that day, and she was like, you're a natural. Like this, this is your calling. So it went up from there, and uh, the rest is kind of history after that. Yeah,
0: I mean, and obviously helping your vertical is not a bad thing to have in basketball. So it was probably a win-win for you. Yeah. Uh, I mean staying in shape, helping your vertical. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely not a bad thing. So you, you say you started so what that was your freshman year? It was my sophomore year. Oh so, so you were dunking as when did you first dunk then?
1: I first I first dunked uh eighth grade summer. That's uh, like LeBron, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie right, right, right Jr. Yeah. But uh I first dunk eighth grade summer and then I dunked in my first game as a, a freshman in AAU. And I tried to dunk in a freshman game, uh, but I, I missed terribly and I got <laughs> Got taken right out of the game.
0: <laughs> so who did you play AU with?
1: Um, So freshman and sophomore year, I played with Team Southern Indiana. And uh, part of sophomore year and junior year, I played with uh, Quinn Anvils. Uh, shout out to Coach Morris. And then junior year, no, not junior, but senior year, I played with uh, a bunch of teams. I hopped around, but other than that.
0: I hear you. Speaking of LeBron, there you go. It's hopping around teams, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I mean, you like you said, you started. So you started high jumping. What your sophomore year? Yeah, sophomore year. So when did when did Louisville come calling, or was that just kind of like if you not really fell into it, but it was just kind of like happened.
1: So uh, like I said, my senior year, I, it it got down to all right. I know I'm not going to go anywhere to play basketball, but I'm obviously good enough to running somebody's track and field. We just need to put in some time and effort. So we started in August and I was was like, all right, we need to do something. I need to make something happen. I want my mom not to struggle too much for me to get to college. So she was like, all right, I believe in you, but you need to put in the time and effort. So we put in a bunch of time and effort and uh, I knew my high jump uh, track season was gonna be great because I put a bar at uh, six five and I cleared it easily. So then uh, I jumped six six at our first meet, and then the next meet uh, it was like four days later I jumped six nine. <laughs> you said, "You
0: said forget it." Yeah, I'm going to six five. Now I'm going six nine. Right. Yeah. So,
1: okay. So then uh, a few weeks later I jumped six ten and uh, I contacted uh, Coach. We contacted Coach Walker and. And then I got a call oh, a week later after I jumped six ten, and he was like, "I was at work. I was working at Arnie's. Arnie's Pizza." Ball. Okay, right there on state. Yeah, right there okay. on state. And uh, he called me and he was like, "Javen, I, I I hear about your high jumping and blah blah blah." And that was the first time a coach had ever contacted me. Like there was D two coaches contacting me, but like to hear like a Louisville coach contact me, it was it was a real surreal feeling. So I I ran out and I, I got real hyped. Me and my friends started <laughs> jumping around. And customers like where's our pizza <laughs> and we we're like hold on you just got an offer yeah so then I met with them uh, a few days later and they said talk to me about my scholarship and talk to me about this and that and uh, talked to talk to me about my expectations and what they expect from me um, going into my freshman year and then I was like well this, I'm not getting that much money but this could be an opportunity of a lifetime so. yeah
0: so they offered you right on the spot on the phone yeah
1: Okay. He, he offered me, and he was like, "I, I really, I, I, believe in what you got going on, so I really want to get you over here, and I want to coach you." So, so
0: starting out your freshman year, you didn't have a full scholarship. Did you end up earning a full scholarship, or did I ended track up and field? Earning, and I, did it?
1: Uh, I ended up earning a lot of money as as I got to my junior and senior year. So. Okay,
0: so I didn't, I didn't know that. So, does track and field do they not earn full scholarships? Yeah.
1: So the way track and field is set up. We have it's not like basketball or volleyball where like everybody either gets a full ride scholarship or they get a, a walk on scholarship. Um, it's like and then women have 12.6, so they just have to split it up with everybody that's on the team. So okay, some people have full, some people have partials, and then the rest are just walk on. So that's how they divvy it up, and then it's it's kind of all percentages, and it helps when you're in state because. Mm. A lower percentage, and
0: uh, do I'm just considered in state, right? Yeah, okay,
1: so that that was a plus for me because if it was state, you know, <laughs> yeah, definitely wouldn't have went to
0: Louisville. So, did you grow up a Louisville fan? Did you grow up an IU fan, or what?
1: Uh, no, uh, the people are gonna hate me for this, but I grew up a Kentucky fan. Oh, I didn't know, that. <laughs> I wouldn't have asked for that. I didn't know that.
0: No, nah, I'm just messing with you. So, I uh, would you still consider yourself a Kentucky fan?
1: Uh, we uh. Or I'll
0: tell you, I'll leave. i leave that question. On, like, is it hard? To, is it? Is it hard to wear that Louisville stuff sometimes?
1: It's well, th- I love and Louisville is, is grown on me. Um, I'm always gonna like Kentucky because I grew up a Kentucky fan. But uh, the rivalry and what we have here, and mm-hmm. the the way people treat me, the fans treat me, especially this senior season that I've had. Uh, being an all-american and being an ACC champion people have treated me really special and treated me like family and treated me like their own So I can't like Kentucky because of the way uh, people treat me and the way that, that people feel about me. So I'm a Louisville Cardinal and I'm a Louisville fan now. <laughs> but that's funny. I didn't know that you grew up a UK fan. Yeah. So I,
0: I'd like for those of you that think I knew that I didn't know that. I just asked him that because we were just sitting there top <laughs> Right. So I, this is a side note off, of, you know, what we'd already talked about. So, you talked about the rivalry. Do you feel the rivalry even in track and field? Like, is there? Do you all?
1: Yo, so it's 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 way different in track and field. Like, uh, actually, I'm I'm gonna be honest. It's, it's really not that di- not, not that much different now that I think about it. Cause I really wanted to. Now I wanted to beat everybody. Yeah. But we we really prided ourselves in like when we went head to head with Kentucky we wanted to beat them and then we'd be cool with them after and shake their hands and stuff a lot of a lot of athletes like football players and basketball players they don't shake hands or anything like that yeah. they don't they really don't like Kentucky at all <laughs> but like the track it's a friendly sport where after it's all now my mindset is I'm gonna I'm a show you I'm the best and I'm gonna I'm a tell you I'm the best and I'm gonna show you I'm the best and then I'm, we can be cool afterwards when it's time for war and time to go to compete it's over. Uh, you're, it's over. Huh? Yeah, you're not, <laughs> my, you're not my friend.
0: So is it kind of like – because I, I ran cross country. I know it doesn't show now with my stature. But <laughs> I, I ran cross country when I was in high school to get in shape for basketball. Yeah. Is it kind of like that to where you're facing a lot of the same schools a lot of times until you get into ACC play to where you're going to meets and stuff and then facing different teams? Or do you actually go to some schools and actually face their whole track and field team?
1: So we uh, – the way it's set up because there's so many colleges um, – we probably have around twelve. To, uh, the smaller meets probably have ten to twelve teams there, and then uh, it'll have like maybe some professionals there. And that's the that's the crazy thing about track you can you have professionals jumping in college meets. And I did not know that. Yeah, like it's crazy. Like I, I was at a meet one day. Actually, no, I was at um I was at home. They gave me the weekend off, but. Um, my friend was competing against Derek Druin, and he's an Olympic champion, and it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy because, like, there's no rule against them not competing, and there's it's crazy to see, like, <laughs> professionals competing, and then beating professionals, and then stuff like that. So, I mean, it's cool.
0: So, they don't set a separate champion in that meet. They It's everybody is facing each yeah. other. So, wow. like...
1: As far as like ACC championships goes, like a professional can't jump in that, but like Drake relays, Texas relays, the bigger meets like that, Mm -hmm. it's all, because there's prize money at the end, and it kind of sucks, because college athletes, if they win, they can't take that money, but um, professionals, it's all fair game, so like. They let them it's. In. I
0: mean, that does, it honestly doesn't seem fair at all in more than one way. One, I mean, I'm an advocate for athletes being paid, but yeah. that's another. That's a. We can talk some that story another day. But, uh, I mean, those guys have professional trainers. Yeah, they have professional trainers. I, I understand you're going issues. to a college, but you you're a student. Yeah,
1: you're a student,
0: and you're you have a whole lot of stuff to do. Like, how, how is that even? I, that to me that seems unfair. I didn't know that.
1: I didn't. I I thought it was unfair at first when I was a freshman. I was like, "Why is he here? Why does he get to? He's jumped seven six. Why Why can't he just go <laughs> compete overseas or something like that?" But then yeah. I I saw it as all right. Well, I want to beat you, so okay. I'm gonna train hard, and I know I got this test tonight. so I'm gonna take this test, but I'm still train hard, and I'm gonna try to beat you. And that's what I, that was that was my mindset going on In my four years here. Um, I was really focused on being the best that I could be, and then I was just. Live with the results.
0: Yeah. So I mean, when you got to U of L you didn't just say, Well, I'm gonna take a little bit of time and <laughs> trying to get used to it you just like I'm gonna go ahead and just go at yeah. people's heads. I mean you won your you won your first collegiate
1: event. Yeah.
0: At uh what was it? The Music City Invitational. Yeah, Nashville. And I mean you you also let's see the Louisville Twilight, uh you actually what's crazy is you won the Louisville Twilight. Yeah. And it was lower than your career high jump in high school. Yeah. Because your career high jump in high school was six nine and a half, and you actually jumped lower than that.
1: Yeah.
0: To win a match in college was that weird?
1: It was. I struggled freshman year a little bit because I now this is my fault and I should have been I shouldn't have been playing basketball, but I was. But um, I struggled a little bit. But once I bounced back, it was it was weird to win a meet at a lower height. Yeah. because I was I struggled, but I got consistent at six eight six nine. Yeah. As the season progressed. I sprained my ankle and I was playing basketball doing something that I shouldn't have been doing. But so you was just break. playing basketball
0: in the sack and just broke yeah. ankle or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny I, because- I said, I said,
1: Coach, because uh, we had to meet the next week. He was like, I said, Coach, I think, uh, I think I might have hurt my ankle. And he was like, You should, you good, you good. And I was like, I think I can practice tomorrow. I was in my, I was in the dorm barely walking. It was, <laughs> it was me, Marcus, and Josh, and we had my, my foot up. <laughs> Putting a bucket of ice, and uh, we put Tiger bomb on it, and we thought that was gonna heal my ankle. Obviously, it didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to do everything so that Coach wouldn't be disappointed. But he was. And <laughs> it was out. It was worse than what we thought it'd be. So.
0: So how long were you out for?
1: Uh, I was out for three weeks, and then.
0: Yeah, it was a lot worse than what you thought. Then. Yeah.
1: Had. I was out for three weeks, and then. I got back and I jumped six six, but it was still hurting, and I, I probably should have rested that um, that uh, season, but I didn't. And then I know how to three three meets in a row, and then I started questioning. All right, maybe this isn't for me. I'm a basketball player. I don't need to run track. Yeah. But then I realized, like, all right, I'm here for a reason. My mom is not paying that much out of pocket, so we're going to work and we're going to get back on our grind and. Later on that year, and, and outdoors, I ended up getting second team All at ACC. So, it all worked out for the for the for the better. But at so, one point, I was really struggling mentally, and I was really thinking like, "All right, like this really might not be for me."
0: So, so you think that, or I guess now being older, it was that ankle that really did that to you?
1: Yeah. So, like my we, me and Coach Walker, have both said like, if I wouldn't have did that bone, made that bonehead decision we would have definitely had a way better freshman year and a way better sophomore year. Mm-hmm. But I mean everything, we I think our success would have been a lot sooner than what it was. Because junior year we had really, really good success. And senior year we had really, really good success. But we feel like we could have been cons- more consistent sophomore year had we not sprained, right?
0: Yeah, so, so like you, you just mentioned that you competed in indoor and outdoor. Yeah. So is that considered freshman and sophomore season? Is that considered one? Like what's the differences between between the two other than obviously one being indoor and one being outdoor?
1: So we have pretty much eight seasons uh, over the four-year spans, two seasons per per uh, per year. Mm-hmm. Um, indoor is maybe six meets, and it's just getting ready for outdoor because outdoor is the, the big – yeah. Everybody knows about outdoor. Yeah. Um, but indoor is... The difference between indoor and outdoor is obviously the weather. And yeah. Then, um, outdoor is just kind of... Outdoor kind of my favorite. I have a higher PR, PR indoor, but um, outdoor is my favorite because everybody comes out. And that's where kind of track originated, outdoor. So.
0: Yeah. So this is a side question. So do you consider your personal record... Is it... Kind of like I guess how like golfers are like oh I got a hole in one at this point or do you only take your personal record off of what you did to me?
1: Um. So my, I, I think uh, my personal record so two twenty three we we jumped it at Illinois this year and um, yeah that's that's what I use. Uh, Have you jumped higher than that? No, no. That's, so that's my highest. That's that's. And I think this season, this upcoming season, I'll jump higher. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's yeah, that's the my highest seven three and three quarters. Yeah.
0: Okay. So uh, sophomore year, you earned all all ACC honors. Yeah. Uh, then your junior year, you earned first team all ACC. Yeah. For indoor and outdoor. Yeah. Um, I mean, could you? So going off of that, so you said you already said that if it, if you hadn't had that ankle injury. You Think that your success would have come more. What did you kind of build that off of? Like, because every year you're obviously, I mean, I was looking up stuff when I was, you know, just looking up stuff about you, and I was yeah. like, man, every year, like, he got better. That's exactly what you want yourself yeah. if you're an athlete. Like, what kind of workouts and drills do you do? Because, again, I'm, I don't know anything about yeah. this stuff. So, I mean, what kind of drills and stuff do you do? Because, I mean, I'm strictly a basketball guy, so I know yeah. drills like that stuff. I mean, do you have any drills that are like that stuff?
1: So, um, Going from sophomore year to junior year, it, was, it wasn't the workouts that I did. Um, it was more of uh, us getting a mental coach. And and the, mental, the funny thing is, the mental coach, I didn't even feel like she helped a whole bunch. Now, she helped uh, kind of get me over the hump, but like I didn't feel like she cared enough, so I took it upon myself. I took what she gave me and took it upon myself to take it to that next level. So I really focused on my mental my junior year because I, I had to bounce, I had to jumps my sophomore year but I couldn't perform on the big stage. I would always fold and I was the number one seed going into outdoor ACC's. I jumped seven, two and a half at the beginning of the season but by the end of the season I was just not there mentally. Yeah. and uh, That's what really turned my career around. Focusing on my mental and getting ready uh, mentally, being mentally prepared for meets and knowing that I'm ready 100% no matter what's going on in my, in my life we have to tune everything out because once you're here and once you're there and ready to, to compete, once you're at ACC's you either are there and you're going to win or, or you're not. So.
0: Yeah. So what did you end up doing when you were the one seed your, your junior year?
1: Uh, my sophomore year? Or you said yeah, you? I was the number one seed my sophomore year. Okay, so and, what'd you what you do in ACC so, there year? So uh, I would always, and I've always been one to take take everything, um, do everything on my own. So yeah. I was like, in my mind, I didn't tell my coach this, but in my mind, I was like, either I'm gonna clear this. I'm so I passed the seven foot. I jumped six nine, and I just passed the seven foot. and He didn't know I did that. and, he, and A lot he hasn't known about a lot of times when I passed.
0: <laughs> so does that mean you just skip a certain I skip height a you just height. okay? So okay. the next
1: height was like six ten or six eleven and I just passed that height. And I was like, either I'm gonna get first or I'm gonna get eighth. And I I missed seven foot all three times and uh, got eighth. So <laughs> and he was like I would not have done that. I told you not I told you not to I told you to uh, do do not to do that, and you did it anyways. And I was like, I'm sorry, coach. I just, just thought I had it in me. And he was like, Well, you didn't. Because he, like, <laughs> Coach Walker, I love him to death. He's really blunt, though. Like, he's not going to sugarcoat anything. But yeah. He was like, You can't do something. He will tell you, All right, you cannot do this.
0: Well, I feel like that kind of helps with that mental edge that yeah. you're talking about. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to know, All right, feed yourself, I'm going to go. Yeah. And just smash <laughs> smash this person out of the water. Exactly. I'm going to jump over this. And if he's being blunt with you, like, no, nah, you can't do it. Right. And in some ways, it's almost like, well, I'm going to prove him wrong. Right.
1: I'm going to show you I can do it.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to show you I can do it. And then.
1: And that's, so, what, that's, that's, uh, that was his main thing. Like, all right. He knows how me, Damar, and Jaren get down, and he knows how we react to certain things. So, all right, you guys can't do this, even though we're the one, two, three. <laughs> And the ACC, you guys can't win this. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to show you that we can win. And then we all going to celebrate <laughs> All four of us are going to celebrate
0: it. So, so that's crazy to think because, you know, you think in every other sport, you're like, all right, I work on my craft in this. Yeah. Would, so you would say that, would you say it's 50-50 probably mental with your craft in that?
1: Yeah. Um, track and field is very mental. So, like, you obviously have to have the ability to jump over a certain height but if you don't believe that you can do it or if you have doubt in your mind, you only have three tries so if you miss all those three tries then you're done. So I mean that was the deciding factor and what really propelled me to that next level was really believing in myself and really honing in and focusing on my mental preparation and what I do uh, before and after a meet so all of my routines they were all the same from junior to senior year everything from the music i listened to to the warm up that i did everything was the same
0: so so you were pretty you so you listened to the same thing did you eat the same thing too yeah
1: so senior year we were talked to the nutritionist and i i put on weight and i was like yo i'm not i don't think i'm supposed to be this heavy and he was like it's not it's okay like you just let's just lean out maybe that's a good thing so cuz i was at 170 Mm-hmm. When I, when I, we opened up the season, <clears throat> when we had opened up the season um, in December and jumped seven, two and a half, I was 163, uh, I came back and I was 170, and I was still working out, but I was like, yo, I don't think I'm supposed to be 170, and he was like, no, we can just stay right here, and then, so we stayed right there, and uh, my nutritionist said, alright, we're gonna eat this and this and this, so my I literally ate the same thing every day, besides dinner, so we eat at Thornton's Academic Center of Excellence, they have a cafe there, and we ate dinner there, but for my breakfast I would get up at 8 o'clock, and I would do this every day, Monday through Sunday, Then I would get up at 8 o'clock, eat breakfast, and then go to my 9.30 class, and then get Subway for lunch, use my little flex points. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, at like 1230 right before practice get like a six inch stub and then finish it off at like 730 with, uh, with spaghetti or something like that and then I'd eat that same thing every single day, every single night.
0: Did you get tired of doing that?
1: Oh, I, was, I got so tired and once nationals hit and we got to finally <laughs> eat something other than what I was eating, yeah. I picked out. <laughs> I, I ate whatever.
0: <laughs> so that seven pounds, I mean, could you legitimately feel that seven-pound difference?
1: No, I, like, I really couldn't. I, I, and I thought, like, you look at the scale and you're like, wow, like, seven pounds? Like, where is it at? Yeah. But, yeah, I really couldn't feel the difference. I was like, where, is, where did it come from?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I was, because you said you saw on the scale. I just didn't know if when you were jumping, you were like, man, I feel like yeah. something's different.
1: Yeah, I, I really didn't feel it at okay. all. And, I mean, I jumped a PR at 172. I was 172. It fluctuated from 170 to 173. So, I jumped my PR at 172, I think it was. We weighed in the next day. And that was my problem. I usually only weigh in, like, once a week, maybe. Yeah. But I would, I would go into the training room and rehab and weigh in every single day for some reason.
0: I mean, it's, it's a mental thing, I guess. Yeah, you know? it's definitely a mental thing. So How much I weigh today. Yeah, that, that, hey, I know. I know how you feel. So, uh, I mean, using all that stuff. I mean, like you said, the mental stuff and all the drills and everything. Like we just mentioned. Yeah. You won. You won the ACC championship. Yeah. 2018 ACC champion. I got. You're the only one who gets to say that for high jump. Yeah. I mean that's that's pretty dope. And not only did you win that, it was February 23rd this year. Yeah. You jumped what? You said seven three and three quarters. Seven three. Okay, and not only did you do it, but Saint was the next day or the same day you found out you were first team all American.
1: Uh, It was uh, the next next week, so uh, we went we went to ACCs, and then the next week we went out to we flew out to um, Texas A and M, and I competed at nationals, and I jumped seven two and a half, and uh, got eighth place. I got my eighth place trophy in my room right now, and uh, I was a first team all American after that. So that was that was the goal that they told me that I could do. Uh, coach Walker was like this was this was in the meeting freshman year, well not freshman year, going into freshman year, he was like don't be upset about the scholarship that you got I believe in you and I want you here yeah. I believe that you're one of the best athletes that's going to come in Louisville and I want to coach you and um, I believe that you can be an All-American ACC champion you just have to put the work in so don't think about the money right now, the scholarship it'll increase but right now I believe that you can be an all-American, so please don't let the money stop you from coming here and and being one of my athletes. So,
0: were you the first high jump champion uh, in Louisville for Um, a conference or what?
1: So we we've had a so we've had a very historical run here at Louisville. Probably me, Jaren, and Demar probably the best high jump trio in Louisville history. Probably the only high jump trio in Louisville history. Uh, at one point, we were calling ourselves High Jump University because <laughs> <laughs> Jam's PR is seven three minus seven three and three quarters, and then Demar is seven four and a quarter. So we had uh, in the past six months—not six months, but six conference meets—we've um, we all uh, shoot. What was it? we've all either won, we've all had two people on the podium, or. Just at least one one. So nobody else has won conference in the past 16, not 16, six championships besides me, and Jaren, and DeMar. So it's, it's crazy to think about that. Um, I was caused with such great athletes and such. So did you
0: all come in at the same time or are you so, all different years or what?
1: So I came in freshman year. Jaren came in his junior year as a JUCO transfer. Okay. DeMar came in my sophomore year as a JUCO transfer as fifth year senior. Um, and we all
0: just went from there so you all are you all graduating the same time or yeah so
1: to, uh, okay we all graduated this year um the so they are gonna miss you all a lot then yeah <laughs> yeah a lot
0: so I mean describe the feeling when you won the ACC championship and when you found out you were first team all american like well, i mean and, and then not only describe that which one which one was more fulfilling to you
1: um, I think the one that was more fulfilling for me was the ACC championship because I had been six times before that, and I had finally gotten that hump off my back and that weight off of my shoulder to finally just win, and that was just all American was just the icing on the cake. Yes, being a, being all American is just it's a cool thing to say, but like having my um, picture on the ACC champion wall and. Stuff like that is something that won't ever go away. Yeah. You know, I, being on the All American Wall is cool too. Being able to say I'm an All American out of, out of Louisville is one of the it's a one of the greatest feelings ever. But I feel like the ACC Championship meant more to me because I put so much time and effort into my craft, and to finally see it work out and blossom into what I wanted it to be was uh, amazing feeling, and that's probably the best feeling. Ever.
0: So what? Like, did you know? Like, as soon as you jumped, you won, or did you have to wait and see other people jump?
1: So it's funny because I we were at um, I was at seven foot, and I was like, I was on my third attempt, and I cleared it. And then I walked over to my teammate Skyler, and I was like, "Yo, I'm about to win." And I <laughs> I said, "This is gonna be the winning jump." And then it was seven one, and I cleared it on my first attempt. And he was he was, and I saw them clear it, and I was like, "All right, that wasn't the winning jump, but this next bar is gonna be the <laughs> winning jump." So. I cleared the next one, and then after I cleared it, I knew like, all right, I won. Like I finally got one. Yeah. And I ended up winning, and they gave me my medal, and definitely the best feeling ever.
0: So did you get a? You just got a medal for you? You get a trophy or nothing? Yeah, I
1: just got a medal.
0: That's still, I mean, still yeah. like you said, that, no there's medal. one person that gets to say that. Right. That and that's, I mean, that's that's dope. So. What are you doing now? So, I mean, I, I guess I did see your hype video the other day. Yeah. I, I got to congratulate you on, on you. turning your last assignment in to, to graduate. Yeah. So, what are you doing now since your, since your season's over with and now that you turned in your last thing to graduate?
1: So, I, I've my so coach Walker recently retired. Shout out to him. Uh, I wouldn't be in the position that I'm in if it weren't for him. Uh, so, shout out to him. Um, The new head coach, not head coach, but new jumps coach contacted me and he said, uh, he trains a post-collegiate track group. Okay. And they contacted me to see if I wanted to train with them. Because I was, I was going, I planned on going pro anyways, but um, I I was just going to do everything on my own and it would have been a lot harder to get to where I wanted to get on my own. So I I trained with this post-collegiate group. And I'm going to be doing substitute teaching, and I train athletes on the side. Um, I have a head coaching, not head coaching job, but jumps coaching job at Butler High School. So I'm going to be pretty busy this next year, but it's, it'll all pay off, and it'll all be worth it. So
0: what's your what's your end goal? I guess I mean, and and how do you how does one even go professional? I guess you go to those meets that the college athletes are at, and you try to earn money from that way.
1: Yeah. So basically, uh, we're going to. We go to a few meets, and then we're going to go to USA. We're going to hit the um, standard, and the standard's probably seven, two and a half, and I've done that plenty of times, so that won't be too hard, and then we'll go and compete at USA indoors, and then um, really look to peak in July once uh, USA Outdoors hits, and potentially get to World Championships, depending on how that goes, and then the rest uh will settle itself out after that. So, so you're going for the Olympics. Yeah, I, I, that's that's always been one of my goals. So it's kind of funny, I was telling my mom, I was like, yo, I want to I run track. And I obviously didn't say yo. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I want to run track. And she was like, well, just do cross country. And I was like, all that's, right. That's I, boring. <laughs> I, I'll try it. And I, I always told her, I was like, I want to be um, in the Olympics. And I want to be an Olympian. And I always, and my mom always told me, um, it's one thing to be somewhere and it's one thing to be an Olympian and be this and be that. But it's another thing to actually go and get something out of it. So I don't want to just be an Olympian. I want to yeah. actually go to the finals and compete for Olympic gold because I feel like I'm good enough to do that. And that's the end goal. and That's that's my goal. And we, I'm, I'm training with... Uh, uh, really great talent uh, his name is Roger Townsend he's a great person uh, he won two Olympic gold medals um, so he's who better to, who better to train with then? exactly who
0: better to train with so I've been seeing this thing that you've also been sharing so I want to give you a chance to you know pub that plug that as much as you want uh, yeah. unsigned go ahead, unsigned, explain what that is unsigned. And, and plug that away
1: so unsigned I started it was it was literally a spread in a moment thing um I started it uh, May 24th, I dropped a promo, um, literally right after ACC's, dropped the promo, and I was like, well, I can't stop here, so. Um, I met with my athletic advisor and my internship director, and he was like, people love daily content, so I just started posting like motivational videos, and unsigned is starting with me as far as like, my journey as an unsigned pro to USA's, and uh, potentially world championships, and it's gonna grow into a platform for Um, other unsigned athletes to kind of get their names out there and give them a platform to just, if you don't have the means to get to where you want to be, we can help you and we can get there. You just have to just don't, don't, um, don't. we want hundred percent effort from you and we'll give you the
0: same. So, so it's almost kinda of like the player tribune kinda yeah. thing. Yeah. Where you want other people that's in the same situation that you're in. To exactly. come at it, so, so like
1: kinda of like uninterrupted. So like oh, uninterrupted, watch, yeah. Watch LeBron James uninterrupted. Yeah. Uninterrupted. Yeah. Uninterrupted. Yeah. uninterrupted, yeah. You
0: uninterrupted. got me messing up too. Okay. So yeah. yeah, I mean that's 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 dope. Um I'll share a couple of your videos on my podcast page, that way people sure. that, that know me will be able to see what I'm, what yeah. we're talking about, 'cause I see it all the time, and I watch them. Yeah. So, Javen, I thank you, man. It's thanks for doing the interview. Thank I you. mean, no I'll, I'll try to keep up do as much as I can. We'll maybe do this again, especially after you do some stuff, maybe next year to yeah. try to get in the USA's. Even if you don't, man, I'd love to have you back exactly. on. So So, uh, thanks again, uh, guys. Keep liking, keep sharing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get this episode up. To, uh, I'll get it up tonight when I get home. All right. That's, uh, that's cool with me. And, you know, hopefully you guys enjoy this because this is a learning experience for me because I know exactly. nothing about track and field. Not too many so.
1: people know about high jump, so it's, it's always fun to educate people and let them know that it's cool. It's a cool sport. Yeah. And, and we we like to be seen and we like to be talked about. So it's, 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 a, it's pretty cool. I'm
0: going to have to come out and watch now because yeah. you, you got me you talking about all this stuff. Like, <laughs> my buddy was like, man, you're going to interview him. You should jump, have a jump off again. So <laughs> like, Yeah, Yeah, that sounds like a smart thing to do. A dude that's training to be at the Olympics, <laughs> me try to jump against him, yeah. So again, man, thanks again. Uh, hopefully you guys like this episode. I'll keep I'm I'm gonna keep trying to get different stuff, you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah, I told you when I was coming over here, man, most it's about sports, but I mean I got different stuff coming on. I got yeah. another different episode coming up next week. I'm not gonna spoil that one. But hopefully you guys like this. and I thought it was a good interview. It was great. So you guys have a good one, try to stay cool. Again, thanks again, J. Have a no good problem. one, guys.